Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. If you like what we do here and you want us to continue to pump out the great content, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and also make sure to check out our new page. It's prepzone.info. There you'll find all of our content in one place. And also all of our game reports and photo galleries from the sports and events we attend and cover. And before I head over to the podcast, I want to say a big thank you to our sponsors. Are you looking to buy or sell your home or just curious about what the current real estate market is? Check out alessandrodevinohomes.com. Working with Alessandra is your key to succeeding in this current real estate market. And also, ASF Sports and Outdoors. ASF is our sponsor for the Student Athlete of the Month. And check them out. They are 1560 Post Road East, and their website is shopasf.com. Now, let's head over to the podcast. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm delighted to have on the Prep Zone podcast today, I have Callum Madigan and Oliver Samuel. How are you guys doing? Good. I'm doing good. How about you? Good. Doing great. Thanks for asking. Um, the, you guys are both members of the Staples cross-country team, indoor track, and anything running, right? So, Callum, start talking to us a little bit about uh, what you guys do, with the sports you run, and how did you get into the sport? Okay. So, um, in eighth grade, uh, going into ninth grade, I sort of knew that I wasn't going to be really good at the other sport, so I thought it'd be fun to try out running. Uh-huh. So um, going into ninth grade, I did a little bit of running over the summer and I found it was really fun and it's really rewarding because, you know, the you can it's very easy to see the performance. Like, for example, sure. in outdoor track, when I'm running the mile, I see week by week my mile time getting faster and faster and I can see that improvement. And um, as for training, it can it can be pretty tough. We run six days a week. Wow. Okay. But, um, you know. With uh, when you run with a team, the runs are much easier and go by way faster. I know this summer going into cross country, I had to train alone a lot because you know just due to scheduling conflicts and everything. Right, and that was much more difficult than you know training with the team during the on season. For sure. And Oliver, how did you get into the sport? So, well, first of all, in eighth grade, my like original plan was to do soccer, uh, nothing in in winter, and then lacrosse in the spring. Uh-huh. Um, but. I tried out for soccer. I didn't make the soccer team because I couldn't run. Um, so it's pretty ironic. So right. I, I was going to say that's, that's yeah. got to be like crazy ironic, so, right? <laughs> and my brother was doing cross country this time. So I joined. He made me join it. Um, I liked it. Like won a couple meets, uh, won a couple trophies. And then I was like, all right, I'm not going to do indoor because like, I just didn't like like it. And then I got forced to by my brother again. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, I'm just going to stick with it because I found out I was good at it. And it was like starting to grow on me. That's great. And so now I want to I'm going to ask some questions that I think like a lot of people there. First of all, I want to mention, guys, I don't know if you knew this. So when we were doing some research here in Prep Zone, we found out that cross country is the second most popular high school sport. Right behind yeah. football. Did you know? Did you guys have any idea this is that popular? Well, I think the thing about cross country is... Every single high school, like almost every single high school has a cross country team. Sure. And it's such, you know, everyone knows what it is. A lot of, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of sports that specific, only specific schools have, but I think cross country is just an accepted sport throughout all schools, which makes right. it popular. And like, I remember, I guess my first cross country memory because I haven't been around sport was the movie Mark Farland. Yeah. Remember that? that wasn't that a great movie? Like with that, that, that was so fun. Now, I want to talk about the meets are just, there's just so many people. Yeah. Oh right? The God. meets are huge, right? I mean, I've seen yeah. some pictures. There's like, I mean, it's hundreds of people running. Sometimes so how, how is it broken down, like those so, meets? So 
usually in invitationals, and so there's like a couple races. There's going to be a JV race, a varsity race, and a freshman race. And they break it up based on times, and then obviously the girls go too. So that in like beginning it will be freshman boys, then freshman girls, then JV boys, JV girls, and then like so, so on. Um, so it divides it up, and it like I can't like. Do you want to talk about how they score the meets, like how they figure out which? Yeah, that's that. interesting because it's almost like golf, isn't yeah. it? Isn't it like we get less yeah, points so, for? Yeah. So talk about so, that. Okay, so basically in the varsity races, you can have seven runners, uh-huh. and five of those runners are added in the final score, and two of those are displacers. Okay. So let's say we have a meet, and we have one guy who gets first, one guy who gets third, fourth, seventh, and eighth. You add up all five of those times, and then you add up the top five on each person's times in the teams with the lowest times uh, win. But if two teams tie, then they go to the sixth man. And the person in, in sixth place who did better than the other is the one who... So it's not the top guy. It's like yeah, the sixth guy. It's why, the, like, the, the pressure, right? is one of like the most important, just in case you... He's a tiebreaker. He's a tiebreaker. That's why it's important yeah. to have a lot of depth. You can't just have one star athlete. You have to train everyone and, you know... So in the races, do you guys kind of stick together or do the, the, the front runners kind of go and then everybody kind of follows? Um, so usually, well, for our team, we have a couple people that are in front that are like leading and they're like really strong. And then we have like Callum, who's like in the middle, but he's still up there. And then I'm in like a little pack with uh, me and Harrison. And we just like kind of work our way through. Like it's easier to run in a group and like sure, take that's... down other people like together because then you're like motivating each other. Is there like do people like push each other and you yeah. guys in these races? Is yeah, that, is that go on really? There's a lot of elbows that get thrown. The um, the hardest part is the beginning of the race because you have like I've all, seen the pictures. Have, it's crazy, right? Yeah, Everybody like runs 200 out. Two hundred kids all lined up, all trying to get in position. They're all running in the straight line. They're all pushing each other, shoving each other, trying to get in and front. Then, like lots of people start, they fall, they get spiked, they they're, then they're out. Like yeah, really okay. Yeah. So it. Cross country, at least in the fall, I saw it's a little unique because the girls and the boys and girls kind of go to the meets together, do all that together, right? Talk about the dynamic of how, you know, being the boys and girls, the only sport of the teams that are together, right? So how does that, is there, does that change anything? Do you guys even think about that or no? I mean, we train totally different, but okay. it's basically like two different teams, but we just like have the same practices and go on the same buses. Like, I see. It's like two different teams competing at the same meet. There's not much interaction between the two teams. Oh, I see. So like even though you go to the meets together, it's just just kind of more a logistical yeah, thing than we anything, do our right? Yeah, own thing. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it, I I just thought it was unique, right? Cuz the schedules are the same and yeah. that's kind of I guess it makes it easy. Now, I've seen that the cross country t- meets are very well attended. Yeah, and I guess my question would be like along the races. So you guys go and there's usually, I guess, you know, a race. Is, are there people like watching, you know, if everybody's going through the right things and, and you know, and running the real course, there's no sneaking around or anything uh, like that? Yeah, there's there's like these guys that volunteer in these yellow like suits and they, they, you know, they tell you where to go and they're just like throughout the course telling you where to go. And I know like during the race, there's obviously very, so we run five Ks, which is 3.1 miles. And there's very important markers like the mile mark, the two mile mark, which sort of show what your pace is. And like during the mile mark and two mile mark, there's these huge crowds of people. They're all yelling your time just so you hear it. And that's where the people are mostly crowded. Oh, and the finish. There's like a huge line of people right at the finish. At the finish, right? It seems like it's so exciting. Now, it's interesting. I want to touch back on that. You guys talked about um, how you were, going for soccer, didn't get into running, and then got into the cross country. 
the training of cross country, do you guys just run for a long period of time? Do you guys have a regimen that you go through? Talk about how, because I think running is very unique, right? I mean, I think everyone kind of in their lives feel like running is something that's good for your health, right? It sets you up as, as it's like a, I want to say it's like a discipline thing. So how do you guys get to the times and, and the points that you are where you guys are competing at this high level? Honestly, it's like, it's passion. Like you have to like love the sport to be able to continue. If you don't love it, you're going to like, you know, not going to have fun. The runs are going to be fun. You're going to end up like quitting. I see. But um, like we do, we don't just do like the same run every day. We have, we have a, a certain number of runs that we uh, s- switch up day by day. Uh-huh. And then we also have a few days that sometimes we dedicate to speed where we do like some sprinting on the track just to keep ourselves in shape and everything. Just to get cause that in that yeah. finish line. I'm thinking everybody's sprinting as hard as they can to yeah, get yeah. to that. Right. So you kind of pacing yourself through the race and then sprinting towards the end. Right. Yeah. Now, if you were to say, what is the, the one thing about a meet a race or the sport that you kind of love the most? Um, I love like the society or the people that are on our team and they're all like caring and nice and there's just fun to be around with. But I also like the meets where everyone's gathering around. It gives you motivation like midway through the race to push and it just like and finishing, you know, seeing what your time is is always like fun to see if you've PR'd and like moved. I just like the feeling of seeing like your hard work pay off. So, you know, like after three months of summer training, I like to see in a race, I'm like, I never thought I'd be able to run that. And just seeing all the hard work that I've put in, you know, for months, just finally going into play in these races. Yeah. And you guys train every day? Every day, except for Sundays. Every day, except for Sundays. Yeah. And, and that's like as a team, but on your own, do you do any sneaky running there or not? No. No, uh, you stick with it. <laughs> it will lead to an injury over time. Sure. You have, yeah. to, you have to be very specific on how much you run, how much you rest you take. Yeah. Like a lot of a lot of effort in planning goes into the sport. And Staples is really good at that, creating a training plan that fits the needs of us so we don't have to do anything else on our own. Yeah, I, I know that Laddie's your coach, right? Yeah. I mean, he's kind of a legend around town. He yeah. does a lot of things like that. Um, what is the importance of, I mean, I guess every every sport had the coach very important, but how does he influence you guys and what you do on a day-to-day? Um. You know, I think Laddie, with so much experience, he's he's able to give us a lot of advice, and we also trust him, like what he tells us, because we know he's been doing this for so long. And he's also, I don't, I don't want to say he's like our mascot, but he's sort of like, he's the person who represents all of us, and we're sure. very pr- proud to be represented by him. That's amazing. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, if you have any questions, he'll answer them from his like his experience he's had. He used to run cross country. He was like one of the founders of the team, so he knows. Yeah, he started the whole Staples Cross Country. Yeah, program. he knows the most out of everyone, and I think it's like it's great to have him. I'm going to ask you guys. You probably don't know how long has he been there. You probably have no idea, right? Probably... I think um, like 55 years, 56 wow. years, something like that. It's a lifetime, yeah. right? He's yeah. been there for a real long time. Okay, now I've I've heard this, and I'm going to ask from a layman standpoint. Do you, like how many shoes you guys go through in a season? Oh, that's a good. So. Question. <laughs> In a season, you usually have your daily trainers, then some workout shoes, and then spikes. So those are three. But each season, you usually like rotate them. So, so you you run with spikes? Yeah, in like the meets, you have to, you have to put in spikes because it's all grass and like muddy, and you're gonna slip if you don't. They're basically like 
a lighter version of like the normal shoes we wear. And then on the bottom, the, they have these holes that you can put spikes into. So, and I they think, have a carbon plate yeah, too. In each season. So we have these shoes that we use called our daily trainers, which we use for most of our normal runs. Uh-huh. We usually change our shoes each season, the daily trainers, but we try and keep our spikes, for example, um, for the whole entire year, along with our workout shoes, because, you know, they're very expensive and they're, you know, kind of broken in, right? That yeah. Much either, and they're broken in. Yeah. So, yeah, I always felt like, you know, when I, I mean, dabbed in a little bit of, you know, learning about running. And one thing that was there, they talked about was having good equipment, good shoes, because there's so much pressure on, on your knees and your legs, right? Yeah. And the whole thing. So yeah. it can be easy. Do you guys do any weight training with, with, uh, with the running or just basically running? No, you, we do a lot of core because you need it when finishing for the finish line. You know, you're going to be without core, you'd be like falling over. And you yeah. just need like that, uh, that like form to be like mastered. Yeah, right. yeah. I, mean, I think you have to, right? You gotta, you gotta be a really well-rounded athlete to be able to run for that long. So you just finished the cross countries outdoors. You guys go to indoor track, right? You're both doing that. Yeah, indoor track. Okay. So how does the outdoor difference from the indoor and vice versa? Okay. So basically, in cross country, everyone's running the same event, the 5K. Whereas in indoor track, there's many events and there's relays as well, you know, where you have the baton and yeah, you hand it off to people. Those are always fun to watch. So, yeah. I think <laughs> they're, they're really fun. fun to race too. <laughs> right, they're always fun. Yeah. I think in indoor, the events are the 55 meters, which is for the extremely strong and fast sprinters, the 300 meters, which is also a sprinting event. And then we have the 600 meters, which is sort of like middle distance. And uh-huh. then the 1000 meter, which is middle distance. We have the mile and the two mile, obviously. And then we have some relays as well. So there's a lot of um, events and there's a lot of choices that you can yeah. And you guys do, does it happen at the, the field house? Do you have some events? So, like, I'm just trying to get people like, where would I go yeah. to see a race? So all you know? the dual meets will happen at the field house. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the, like FCX will happen at the field house. But as the championship season comes around with states and state opens, it's going to be at Hill House which is this place in Norwalk, and it has like an actual track, but indoor. Oh, very cool, yeah. yeah. Basically, so to qualify for FCX in indoor, you have to run a certain time. So we have these four meets before FCX called the FCX qualifiers, which is basically where you run that track and you try and run a qualifying time. But let's say me and Ollie, we run an FCX qualifying time first meet. We don't have to go to that. Um, we don't have to go to them anymore, and we can go to um, the Armory track in New York City. And we can also go to the Hill House High School track, which is very nice. So you can, like, there's so many options to keep yeah, doing yes. it, right? And then when you go into spring, you go into outdoor again. Yeah, and that right. becomes a kind of a, I mean, it, it's fascinating because, I mean, in the Olympics, right, running is all, I mean, everybody looks for swimming and running. Yeah. Right? And then in high school, you'll feel like you don't get a lot of reps because everybody's looking at the team sports, right? Yeah. And then you go to the Olympics. Everybody's like, this is what I want to see, at least yeah. for me. Olympics coming around 2024. 20, I want to see running. I want to see swimming. Yeah, those, <laughs> are, not, those are definitely the most. I think they're yeah, they're the most exciting. <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's individual, right? Yeah, and it's uh, I I've had this idea, and it's like I, I think I read it somewhere. It's like for people to realize what you guys do, and it's at high level. You should put a regular person running with you guys, right? To so see how uh, you sprint by that person, yeah. right? I mean, sure, they'll be interesting. Yeah. Okay, now um, talk to me about the mentality of running a long cross country race. Do you talk to yourself? What's going through your head as you're going through that race? So. Usually, it's like it's very mental. It's pretty much all mentality. I mean, like the first mile in a race is like fast, super easy. The second mile is the hardest, like mentally, and it's like the most difficult. And it, you have to like try to like break that barrier in your brain as like 
without doing it, you're going to slow down because it's like the most painful. And the last mile goes by really fast. You can kind of see that light yeah. at the end of the tunnel, right? Yeah. Okay, Callum, what I mean, goes through your mind when you're racing? Let me, I'll just think of like, let's put me in a race. So when I get out, first I'm trying to find a good position. In the first mile, I'm just stressed out. Like, am I in good position? How am I feeling? Because if you feel good on the first mile, um, the odds are you're going to have a good race. But if you're already feeling bad at the first mile and have two miles to go, that's an indicator that the race may not go that well. Right. And then second mile is just about, you know, pushing yourself through it. You're in the middle of the race. So you know, you're not really looking to the end, but it's still painful because you already have a mile. And then third mile, just like, let me finish this race strong. Let me get, let me get through it, right? I get yeah. through it. Yeah. Well, it seems like it's so exciting. And I do hope that, you know, more people join it. And I guess for someone who was thinking about, hey, you know, maybe cross country for me, what would be your advice about getting the sport and what's great about the sport? I think trying to make friends or trying to get another friend to join with you um, would help you a lot with like staying in the sport. Mm-hmm. And I think that just staying consistent and you know, having fun with your runs, like don't take it too seriously. They should be easy. You should be like enjoying every single mile and just like, cause we have groups in cross country. So you're always like running with groups. You're not running by yourself. It's always so, fun to do something together, right? Yeah. It's, it's motivational. How about what would you say? Colin? Well, when I first, um, going into ninth grade, when I first found out about the team, I actually, I reached out to Laddie and I asked what the program was and I went to these runs. We have them uh, twice a week in the summer. They're called fun runs, which is basically where the team meets up Uh and I ran with the team and it was a lot of fun. And I think just when you're going into cross country, finding a training partner or a group you can run with is really useful. And, you know, if they're already on the team, they can tell you about, you know, how your training should be and what to expect and at, for me, at least, talking to all these upperclassmen was really helpful in the early stages of it. Yeah, and it seems like what I'm getting from this is there's a big, big camaraderie that goes on, right? I mean, because some people might think of running as an individual sport, but like you guys just mentioned, that six guys matter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it matters it's, huge, right? So it's like as a team, perform well. It's so when very I looked, much a team sport. Yeah, when I looked at your results, I could see that. But listen, it was absolutely great having you guys. But before I let you guys go, we want to do some quick hits, okay? Some like uh, some question, not so personal, so the artist gets to know you guys on a, on a personal yeah. level, okay? So I'll ask a question, and you guys go down the line and go like that, okay? We fun for that? Yeah. All right. No, no wrong answers, just fun. Okay. All right, what's your favorite? favorite drake song oh um i like the new one he features in with uh eat money for fun <laughs> um i don't have like a favorite song but for all the dogs and for all the dogs third edition like the scary hours are like some good some good albums nice okay tiktok or instagram tiktok uh i'm both because instagram is very funny all right favorite movie or series Ooh, that's a tough one for me movie i'm gonna go gran turismo it's this car movie that i saw recently and it's it's great oh as for show you know i've actually got into into breaking bad so breaking bad all right it's one of my favorites too so i i, I, I totally relate to that okay so now one food that you would be okay with removing from your thanksgiving dinner stuffing yeah i'm gonna have to be the same with that Definitely not a big stuffing. fan of stuff yeah. okay your best staples memory can be in the sport or outside the sport this is this is a difficult one um yeah honestly i think my best staples memory is freshman year competing at fcx in indoor track just the whole environment and community it was it was mind-blowing to me i just it was crazy awesome i don't know if i've had mine yet 
All right, that's good. Well, maybe you have it, right? Yeah. That's, that's good. All right, math or English? Oh, math. I'm a I'm a math guy. Yeah. Math. Math. All right. Fiction or nonfiction? Fiction. Fiction. Beach or sightseeing? Beach. Sightseeing. Coolest thing in your room? What? <laughs> When I went to Bahamas, I um I stumbled upon these like locals, and they were selling these tiki's, and I got like a big tiki head, and it's in my room, and I really like that. Love that. Um. Probably my mushroom light. I have this like really cool mushroom light that's on my desk. Cool. All right. One thing you can't live without. Chick Fil A. Uh, not uh, not Chick Fil A. You're like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's a tough one. I guess it it can be anything, or maybe you don't have a thing. Maybe it's like you no, know, it's like a combination of things. I guess I can't live without my family because you know like that. Okay, very, supportive. very cool. All right, if you could have lunch with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Um, I might go Usain Bolt, just because mm-hmm. he could teach me some things. No doubt. I would like to have um, lunch with. I think he's passed away now, but Louis Zamperini. You know the guy from Unbroken. He um he was a runner and then he went to he had to serve in the war and then he went to a Japanese prison in a war camp and his whole story is just really inspiring. He was an Olympic athlete. And everything. Very cool. All right. Um. Okay. And this is last one. It's a tough one. Oh, If no. you could go back and relive one day of your life, what would that day be? Hmm. Maybe like it's a day that you know something great happened to you or like you know we've had all kinds of answers to this. But if you go back and relive one day. It might be the best memory day. I don't know. It might be the same thing. Mm. It's interesting because you guys are so young, and it's like yeah, you, you can't I think know. of anything. Yeah. yeah, right. It's probably like it's an FCAC meeting, but it's like just something to think about, right? Anything come to mind? Maybe in elementary school, the day before Christmas break, when we did all of those Christmas traditions, that was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, probably fourth grade. I was hanging out with all my friends. And like it was just you know school was easy. We would go home. We would play Fortnite. It was just like great. That's awesome. Listen, it was so great having you guys here. I want to wish you the best of luck in the indoor track season that will be around, and hope to see you guys out there racing. Thank you. All right, thank, thank you. you.